This is Melanie Ake, your host for Everyday Leaders 50 and 50 podcast. Everyday Leaders is an inspirational show to help you develop strategies to overcome everyday obstacles in your life. Today on Everyday Leaders, you'll meet Danola Burton, community advocate, wife, mother, John Maxwell team speaker, trainer, and coach, and a trained scientist who, after retirement, became the CEO and founder of Enhanced DNA Publishing. Her dream is to mentor, develop, nurture, and help others achieve their dreams. Danola is an everyday leader who is living her legacy and changing the world. Start your personal growth journey today, where you can learn how to be an everyday leader in your life. Go to everydayleaders.com, register for personal growth and development classes, so you can develop your own strategies to be a leader in your life. If you're ready for one-on-one accountability, I will walk beside you as your personal coach to help you gain clarity and perspective to lead your life and career as an everyday leader. If you're ready to develop your spiritual growth, you can gather with us for the Everyday Leaders Leadership Devotionals. We meet every day at 7.30 a.m. And we apply these leadership lessons and values to our everyday lives and become a leader that can change the world. Everyday Leaders 50 and 50, Danola Burton. Thank you so much. You've been on my list. Thank you for coming on the show tonight. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Oh, this is awesome. (laughs) I always say, who was the one person in the last 18 months that has influenced my life the most? And you are the person that always comes up in conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so exciting because I can say the same thing about you. Oh my goodness. You twisted my arm. You had a dream and you said, I want to have this book and I want to have it as a collaboration of women that have overcome and dealing with breakthroughs and strategies in their life. And you said, won't you join join me on my journey? And I'm like, are you kidding? I've never written anything like that. <laughs> but you convinced me through your vision. And this is what this show is all about, inspirational leadership. And you said, oh, come on, I'll help you. This is what my dream is. I want you to be a part of it. And so I said, yes. And you were so wonderful, Danola, that you made me feel like what I had to say could go into a book and it could actually mean something to change somebody's world. And so I just, Absolutely. I really appreciate you for doing that. <laughs> yeah, you, you have a message that obviously you have already been out there sharing, but as a part of mentoring, uh, you have mentored so many in this area and I felt like it was a perfect 
loved it. Oh, it was so fun. So for those of you that are listening, Mentoring Moments is the book that Danola published. And so Danola, talk to us about, you know, this isn't something that you've always done. You were at Eli Lilly uh, here in Indianapolis. And, um, and so your company is called Enhanced DNA. And I love this story. So to connect to our listeners, take us back on your journey. So my journey starts a long time ago, such that uh, I, I was, um, I, I, my schooling was in the sciences. I have a bachelor's and a master's degree in biology. I did uh, cancer research and worked at IU Hospital for a while. But then I spent 27 years at Eli Lilly and Company, a pharmaceutical company here in Indianapolis. And the start of that journey was in the sciences. But I have always had a desire to help others, nurture others. And that was recognized at Lilly. And they asked me if I wanted to do an HR assignment. Generally, those assignments were something that would be 18 to 24 months, and you'd go back into your business area. But I fell in love with human resources or HR (laughs) and spent over 20 years in that field. So when I retired in 2017, I knew that that wasn't an ending point for me. It was kind of my next step in my journey. And I wanted to continue in that same theme of being able to develop people, nurture them and help them achieve. And there was this big aha around DNA. And the tie to DNA, the deoxyribonucleic acid of the sciences. And I said, oh my gosh, develop, nurture, achieve. And it's tying into the sciences. So my logo really does have the double helix on it. And it's enhanced DNA, develop, nurture, achieve. And my role really is to help individuals and organizations develop in leadership, communication, and performance so they can achieve their objectives. You know, sometimes it's right in front of you. I say that so many times. And for you, you know, looking back at would you have ever thought you would have a publishing company called Enhanced DNA, the things that you went to school for way back when, and that you constantly just fell fell forward into and continued to add value to your life and understand. And so as you think of a name and a brand, that is you. That is what you were all about. So, And there's one more piece that it didn't dawn on me until a year after I developed this company. But I was doing uh, my business planning for 2018. And as I was doing that business planning, I was doing it at the end of 2018 for 2019. And instead of writing the whole enhanced DNA out, I just put eDNA. And I looked at it and I was like, oh my gosh, I couldn't even believe it. My mother's name is Edna. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And I looked there and I saw Edna staring back at me. And I said, you know, this was destined to be 
enhanced DNA or Edna looking down from above over me and my business. Wow. That's amazing. And that's exactly how it happens, right? When you have a purpose and you are just stepping right into everything that you do, it's that consistency that brings clarity. And I just love this story. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. 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 It wasn't intentional. It was kind of like, oh my gosh. (laughs) It's already been designed for us. And so many times as leaders, we talk about those things that bring that kind of clarity that we say, really, God has that planned and it's waiting for us to step into. Had you not have done that, uh, you would have never been able to experience this joy now that you're you're living, living this legacy, if you will, through, through your life. And so amazing, Danola. Yeah. And it's, it's, I mean, it's the same kind of thing with the way that my business has developed because my goal really was to work with nonprofit agencies and help them help their employees and their supervisors. And then this additional branch came in when I wrote a book, I wrote my first book. It was a a memoir of stories about my life, but I really didn't enjoy writing the book. I enjoyed publishing the book. And that's when I decided that I really should use that communication umbrella to assist other people who really had a desire to write a book, but didn't really know how to do that. Mm -hmm. And so I am now, kind of the publisher, um, enhanced DNA publishing, uh, kind of falls right under that enhanced DNA develop, nurture, achieve. And see, that's the clarity that comes through this process. It's so amazing to watch you because you are such a connector. There are so many things, so many layers with Danola Burton. <laughs> if you're listening, uh, put on your seatbelts <laughs> because, <laughs> you know, you're a mother of two amazing daughters. Yes. And uh, and you are in a speakers bureau here. You're on on the board of Steward Speakers. Steward mm-hmm. Speakers, and you're on the board of directors of Pass the Torch for Women. Yes. And so those types of things in the community that you're building also require developing, nurturing, and achieving to help yes. others and mentor others. And so again, everything that you do that is your legacy. And that's why yes. I absolutely love being connected, <laughs> soul sisters. <laughs> I, I just feel uh, so much energy when, when I'm in the room with you because you really bring it and, and you live it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I came from a nurturing family. My mother was a nurse. My dad was a minister. Both of those kinds of roles are roles that nurture. Mm-hmm. And I knew, you know, deep down inside, even though I, I got degrees in biology, I knew that whatever I did, it would be to help others. And I, I'm going to tell a quick little story. One of the most significant um, assistances, I guess I could say, that I ever gave was when I was doing cancer research. And we were we were actually at the, the grassroots of trying to understand drugs that could help cure cancer. And my mother was diagnosed with leukemia and we were able to use her blood in our studies when I was doing cancer research. And it was just an amazing linkage to know that even though we were not able to save her, the work we were doing was kind of the precursor to some of these cancer 
drugs that we have now. Wow. You know, that's just such an imprint, right? When you talk about the DNA, that's every specific detail of, of why yes. you do what you do. And, uh, and that's so critical for people that are listening right now to think about what they're doing in their lives and how what you may look at as insignificant. It really is powerful and important because if you think about it and, and you're working on it or you're working on a project, there are things that come to you that you may have influence over that can really, again, when you look back, say, well, I did that because the intention was there. And that really did make uh, a powerful engagement for whatever whatever that is in your industry, in your job, in your community. Uh, the things that we do in our life, it's so important that we tune in to the intention. and Because uh, that just really changes the game, right? It just changes everything in our environment and uh, and the ability to have this capacity that we talk about as leaders, um, yes. right? The connections um, and then our voice, what people expect of us because of what we profess and our character. Right. And that's really what you're about, Danola. <laughs> Thank you. Well, that's what my, what my desire has been. Um, I mean, I didn't go, uh, I don't do what I do for the glory I do it because I do want to make a difference in other people's lives. Mm -hmm. And I feel that I've been able to do that in a lot of different ways. You absolutely have. Talk to me about your experience with your daughters. And if people haven't heard the story, I love the story. Can you walk us through that? Yeah. So um, I did a talk. It's been a little over, uh, gosh, a year or so ago now with uh, Walk the Talk, where I told my story about how my husband and I had been married seven years when all of a sudden I got this urge to want to be a mother. But um, I was 42 years old at that time. And so I knew that I didn't want to, you know, have a baby naturally. Uh, so we began to, to, you know, pursue adoption. And so at 42, we adopted our first daughter. Um, and, um, you know, we thought life was grand. And then four years later, at 46, we went to adopt our second daughter. And, um, you know, it was, a, it was a, um, a relatively easy process for us, considering some of the other processes that I hear people talk about. But we went through the multiple, multiple birth mother matches in order to get our children. Uh, but still they were both less than the length of a pregnancy. Mm. So we were able to do that. And, and I think the most significant thing out of uh, the, the youngest daughter, who is now 16, um, her birth mother, when she handed this baby to us, said these words, and she said, this baby, this child will never be homeless. This child will never um, be on welfare. This child will never... Um, go hungry. Um, and therefore I give this child to you out of love. Mm. And so we have, have, uh, felt like I have birthed these children, but I have definitely developed them and nurtured them so that they can achieve in their own lives. And, and so it has been a blessing for us to be able 
to, to give into these children, pour into them so that they will become responsible adults. So it's, it's been an amazing journey. And this legacy of leadership, you know, we talk so much about influence and the things that we can control and the things that we, we watch outside of our sphere of influence. And, and so you and your husband here in Indianapolis, uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, your husband is a police officer. Yes. And what we've been dealing with with COVID and, and 2020, it's, um, it's just really shown the light of so many challenges. And, and so I love how you have been able to kind of step into, you know, how you met Phil and in your life, you know, through the Indianapolis area. Uh, and just, you know, the results of what happens when you're going through a situation like COVID and people are so stressed out and then to find out the reality of the situation, right? And really understanding perspective and, and sitting down and reflecting on everything that in your life that you've gone through and what it all actually means. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, I have a, a little bit of a different perspective than a lot of people when we talk about some of our current events going on, because not only is my husband a police officer, but he's a, a, a commander of our downtown district. So there's a lot going on down there, and he has a lot of officers under his umbrella. And, uh, you know, yes, there are um, probably in every group of people that you have and it's and the police is no exception some that are not you know the best or some that don't have the right motives Mm -hmm. um and yet we have to realize that um you know there are some that are there for all the right reasons so i have to look at both sides of that because yes there are some things that are very bad going on Mm -hmm. but then again uh we look at the the majority of the people in some of these roles of leadership uh, and realize that they they are doing it for all the right reasons. Mm -hmm. It's one of those lessons that I think about with you, especially, you know, uh, the lesson of meeting others where they are and being able to lead that journey with a vision. And so I look at you and Phil both and think, gosh, the responsibility of so many things, Um, you know, the adopted daughters and, and then um, you know, the COVID situation and becoming a publisher, you know, after your journey of, of success in corporate America. And so it's stepping into those roles, though, and being leaders to say, here's what we see. And, and by creating that, you know, you really bring others along with you uh, for the good of society. And so I just really applaud you for uh, just sticking to what you believe in. Oh, I appreciate that so much because, you know, it, it is kind of hard to be uh, in a role where you're, you're um, a, 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 what I might call a normal citizen, but then yet an influencer and a leader. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, you know, we work hard to be able to show people our heart and that uh, we do what we do because we care and because we have... Um, you know, love for, for all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You're, uh, talk to me about, you know, when, when we wrote the book and we'll go back to the very first part of this interview, but mentoring moments was something that you had a vision for and you brought 14 women together and, and you said, walk with me on this journey and I want you to write these chapters. And, and so having that vision, 
who was really mentoring you through this whole process of going from corporate into, I know you published your own book, but then who's been really your champion that you've been saying, okay, lead me, tell me what to do next. (laughs) How do I do, how do I get to the next step? Oh my, Melody, that's a hard question. (laughs) Um, And and you know, there may be people who have um, influenced me but, but it seems like the places that I am going now, I didn't know people in those arenas. Mm-hmm. And so I've had to find them on my own. Uh, I mean, as I became an entrepreneur, I hadn't ever been an entrepreneur before. I didn't understand business. And so what I've done is I've sought others that are doing the same thing. Um, I found a group of ladies. They weren't even a group at that time. I, I, I met with one person and then we brought another in and we brought another. And now there are seven of us mm-hmm. that are relatively new entrepreneurs that we work together and kind of build upon each other. Each of us has a different expertise. And uh, when it comes to marketing, we have one that we call on for marketing. When it comes to financial, we have one that we talk to about financial. Um, anybody wanting to publish something now, they come to me. So there's, there's an expertise that each of us has and we build upon each other. Uh, I think the ladies of mentoring moments were mentors to me, even though they didn't know that because they each had their own stories and they helped me to know how to help them. Mm-hmm. Um, I have had to, to learn as I go. I mean, I've joined the independent book publishing association. Uh, I became a John Maxwell certified speaker, trainer, coach. There are other things that I have done. I don't know that I could necessarily say that there are specific people Mm -hmm. who have helped me on my journey. Mm -hmm. What's important here is for people that are struggling right now is to realize that whatever that inner circle looks like and whatever you're feeling, if you need to create something new, you are the master at, well, as I see it anyway, from my seat, you need to step into whatever it is that you want to do and create that inner circle and create that momentum because your vision is bigger than sitting here, right? The vision and the purpose that's inside of you is much bigger for that world to connect to. And so there are always ways, there's creative ways that you can find out how to take that one next step. Yeah, I, I think back to even the decision to retire uh, and then what's next after retirement. I realized that, you know, having 20 something years of HR experience at Lilly was not necessarily enough to push me forward into speaking, training and coaching. And therefore I knew I had to get uh, skilled up uh, continue to develop. And, and that's where I started um, learning and developing myself mm-hmm. uh, to, to be able to be self-sufficient, I guess you'd say, and not have the uh, resources of a huge company behind me. And so it has been a journey and I have been, uh, loved the development of this journey because I could have said, well, you know what, I'm just going to sit back and figure it out, uh, you know, all by myself. But no, I have had to reach out to others to help me along the way. Mm -hmm. 
What were you afraid of that when you stepped into it, it surprised you that it wasn't as scary? All of it has been scary, but it's been fun. <laughs> and, and I think that's the, the wonderful thing about it. I don't know, and maybe um, because I have officially re- retired, I guess you'd say, maybe there wasn't the fear of failure because I wasn't doing this uh, to, to supplement our income. Mm-hmm. I was doing it because I wanted to. I wanted to continue to help others. And just helping others was going to be enough for me. So I didn't go into it necessarily scared. But I think because I went into it with a different perspective, it has made me that much more successful. Mm -hmm. Because I haven't had to worry about where am I going to get the next dollar from. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's been I've been able to continue to, to work, to help others. And I mean, one of the things that I've never had to do in my business is advertise. My business comes from referrals. Mm-hmm. And I think it is the heart that I put into my work that other people want me to share with others. Mm-hmm. And therefore, I do a lot of referral work. Um, so, you know, I, I haven't felt scared at any point, but I think that knowing that my purpose, my why is so strong mm-hmm. is what's making me successful. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so true too. And, and when I think about, you know, being trained at Disney and all the things that I learned about just taking people through an experience, that's why I love you because that comes from your heart naturally and, and so I want you to talk a little bit about uh, the clients that you're serving now, the types of um, projects that you're working on uh, for publishing. For publishing, I have, um, during 2020, I really thought it was going to be a slow year considering the pandemic. And I was bracing myself to be over here twiddling my thumbs. <laughs> However, it has really been exciting in 2020 for authors. Maybe this is the time that they feel that they can commit to finishing that book that they said they were going to finish and working through. And so I have several projects that have been so exciting from fiction to memoirs, to a book that's currently, um, I'm going to be doing a, a, the launch for this book on Saturday with uh, a new author who is uh, who was born able to hear. He was he lost his hearing and then had surgery to correct it. His name is Clark Howard III, and he has written a story about the bridging between the deaf community and the hearing community and his experiences on both sides. And it is an amazing story of overcoming Mm -hmm. and not just overcoming, but helping others to overcome. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I'm working with another author who, um, her name is um, Yolanda Brown. She has written a book in the past called Loyalty, A Girl's Guide 
to understanding authentic friendships. And her newest book is actually a journal and it's called Loyalty Lessons, uh, a girl's journal to understanding authentic friendships. And, she, and, and it's amazing because that book has been picked up and, has, and by school systems and they have asked her to create a, um, an academic version of that book that can be used with girls groups and girls clubs and the school systems. And so there's just so much going on right now. I mean, I'm just excited about the caliber of authors that I have coming to me and the, the trust that they have. And I think that trust comes from the fact that not only will they get my heart into their publishing project, but up the last, um, let's see, five books that we've published, three of them have won awards. And I'm just so excited to say that our books are being published to the standards that are met by book publishing companies. And even though we're small, we're making a broad impact. Mm -hmm. it, it is making a broad impact because I will just be a witness here. <laughs> Being involved with you for the very first time doing a project like this, I had no idea, you know, behind the scenes when you think, oh, okay, if you have something on your heart, I just want to say, if you have an idea in your mind and you think, gosh, I wonder if I ever could do this, first of all, you can. And B, you need to call Danola because she <laughs> will keep you accountable. You right. will make it fun and you will make sure that it gets done. And, yes. uh, and that's just really important because so many people, you know, may market to you and call you and say, oh, you can just do an audio and we'll write the book for you. But you may lose your voice in that. Yes. And yes. so I just want to encourage people if, if you're looking for a source to be able to uh, write your words down and really communicate it from your heart, enhanced DNA publishing is where you need to go because you'll get it done the right way from your heart through Denola's. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and, and I do a 30 minute free consultation for anyone who's even considering it just to know, is this the right thing for me? Mm -hmm. then we can talk about it. Because, you know, I can't tell you what to write, but I can tell you that if you want to write, I can definitely help you through that process. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Man, Danola, you are awesome. Oh, <laughs> Just, you. You've got so much on your plate and I really, I, do. I just, I really appreciate you. There's so many things in our life that we are going to continue to be connected to in the community. And, uh, and so I love that we've had this time just to celebrate you and all that you are. And uh, how can people, you know, if they do have a book, if they just have an idea, what's the best way for us to find you? Well, my website uh, is probably the best way. And it is as simple as enhancedDNAPublishing.com. There's a contact me. In fact, when you go to the website, there's a pop-up that says, do you want to contact us? So that's the first way. And then uh, I'm on all the social media. You can look up Enhance the DNA on social media and you'll find me. And then my email address is as simple as Denola Burton at enhancedDNA1.com, the number one.com. Perfect. 
and this will all be in the show notes. So if you're on your phone or your computer now and you're looking um, for the show, you'll find all the links there. And I really want to encourage you, if if you do have an idea, um, this is the person where you need to start and, and kind of flush those ideas out. So um, Danola, thank you so much for doing things oh. to inspire us. <laughs> really, you, I say this, but I say this from my heart. You are really an everyday leader that is changing the world for so many people. So thank you. Um, thank you so much. I'm, I'm, you know, I, I don't, like I said, I don't do it for the recognition. I really want to, to make a difference and, 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 and live a life of significance. And so I hope that I have been significant to some, and I hope that I have a lot more significance to give. You do, my friend. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you. I appreciate it so much. This has been a Joe Studios production.